Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. We're about to hit the season of people being very stressed out. And if we haven't seen it over the last couple of years, people losing their stuff for no reason at retail workers, at drive through workers, uh, but here's the subway. Back when I worked at Subway, a lady had asked for a kid sub as part of her order. And at least when I worked there, we made the kid subs three inches big. So I took a six inch piece of bread from the cabinet and I cut it in half. She rudely interrupts me and says, uh, excuse me, what are you doing? And I explained to her that I'm making the kids subs and that they're three inches in size, thinking that maybe she just didn't realize how small they were. Uh-huh. But she says, well, you just made me a two inch sub. She looks me square in the eyes and says, Half of six is two. Are you trying to rip me off? I need to speak to your manager. My manager ended up having to hold a ruler up to the piece of bread to prove that it was three inches. And she still just scoffs and says, whatever. That's where we're at. People lose their stuff. I want a moment that happened to you while you're at work. Odds are it was a coffee situation. Maybe you're a barista because when people get to you, they need you. They need their espresso to start their day, to continue with their day at 2 o'clock, to face the rest of their day. There was a meme where it was like, when I hear Starbucks baristas complaining about making Starbucks drinks while they're clocked in at Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) But then I also saw a meme yesterday, which is why I wanted to talk about this. That subway audio just happened to happen yesterday. But it was this Starbucks worker, and he was just... Down on the ground, exhausted, okay? And the other Starbucks worker has his hand lightly on his shoulder. Like, it's okay, buddy. It's going to be okay. And then people are posting, because it says, reminder to be nice to people that are behind the counter. They're human, too. And this guy named Colby commented below, I can't imagine the things that they see or go through. One of the most mentally and physically draining jobs. Thank you, Starbucks, for your work and of service. Frontline hero. Truly. Obviously making fun of it. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's that tough. I worked one fast food job my entire life and what I got yelled at and punished for. Yeah. Because somebody uh, it, it it'll fit this perfectly. So let me give you my example but yours as well. You're working retail, you're working fast food, you're working whatever job. And there's something where we would go, I literally can't believe it. This bears repeating. This woman at Subway or used to work at Subway and the pure clownery that happens at a place like this. Back when I worked at Subway, a lady had asked for a kid sub as part of her order. And at least when I worked there, we made the kid subs three inches big. So I took a six inch piece of bread from the cabinet and I cut it in half. She rudely interrupts me and says, "Uh, excuse me, what are you doing? And I explained to her that I'm making the kids subs and that they're three inches in size, thinking that maybe she just didn't realize how small they were. But she says, well, you just made me a two inch sub. She looks me square in the eyes and says, Half of six is two. Are you trying to rip me off? I need to speak to your manager. My manager ended up having to hold a ruler up to the piece of bread to prove that it was three inches. And she still just scoffs and says, whatever. Yeah, you just take your money and go. I know. Uh, So uh, I'll give you a quick example of my eye roll moment. I had one fast food job in my life, and it was working at a Hardee's in the little town I grew up in. Now, it would get to the point where... You could hear what was going on in the drive-thru, right? The person would have the little earbud in, but in the back, like the cooks could turn up the volume of what was going on in the drive-thru so you could start getting the food ready a little bit quicker, right? Yeah. And I had a friend that I went to high school with. His dad's name was Larry and had a very distinct voice. And Larry was the nicest guy. He would let us party at their place all the time. He was just a nice dude. Like, you, you know, you got your friends and they have just great parents. So 
I hear Larry in the drive-thru, and every time he'd come through the drive-thru, he'd order, like, a, some kind of burger. But what I would do is, because I knew he liked the chicken nuggets, too, I would take a bunch of chicken nuggets and put them in the box of the burger, too, Aww. and then put it out there, and I'd always put a big L on it for Larry, yeah. right? New person working the drive-thru. I hear Larry come through the drive-thru, right? Uh-huh. Hey, you know, I want this and this. And I'm like, oh, let me give, I packed it full of chicken nuggets. Yeah. Threw it down the little chute. She, the person that was working the drive-thru, gave it to the person uh, that was waiting in the drive-thru and not Larry, who was a truck back. Yeah. The lady got the, got the order, drives ahead, pulls into the parking lot, comes in and asked to see a manager because there was extra food. She got too much. She got too much food. So my manager at the time comes back. She's like, did you do this? And I'm like, yeah, I guess for the, the guy next. So well, why are you giving away free food? Yeah. I go, you got to be kidding me. It's like five chicken nuggets. I yeah, go, but how often? I go, we're making a big deal out of this. And she goes, you're damn right we're making a big deal out of this. This is corporate loss. I go, do you understand? And I'm 17 at the time, 16. Yeah. Do you even understand what corporate loss is? Do you even understand this? Have you taken economics classes at all? And she just looked at me and she goes, you're done here. Wow. All right. Off you go. For five Don't chicken. stores account for a certain for, number what if of I'd food have dropped dropping them? on the ground? What if yeah. they would have been cold and we had had to throw them out? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. And I thought that was a funny story until I saw Mike's text. Thank you for the giggle this morning. Uh, tell everybody what you saw at work and what happened. All right, so I worked at a ATV dealer, and uh, this guy buys this brand new four wheeler. It's got like limited edition plastics that you can't get. So, what does something like this retail for? Uh, back then, I'm sure it was like seven thousand. Okay. Now it's probably fifteen, right? Um, so it's snowing like today, but it's icier, and uh, we're all telling him, you know, let us load that up. He's refusing all that. This yeah. guy's got a cane and a limp, um, oh, just no. blew out his knee or something. And so he won't let us load it. And now the whole office, the shop, we're all watching. He's standing around like, oh, my God. Yeah. He says this. It's guys like me who keep America safe, <laughs> hops on it, drives up the ramp, spins up the side, hits his truck and rolls the ATV. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Did he get hurt? No, he was, I mean, just his pride. Yeah. Right. So. And, uh, and does something like that, like, that's that's his thing now, right? He drove it out the door. You said, let us load it up. That's not on you guys anymore, is it? No, but it didn't get loaded. It went right back in the shop. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, right, so, hey, Bummer. I just bought that's this. That's a guy now you guys... for you with the pride, man. The, the best is, what was the saying again? It's guys like me that keep America. <laughs> and then he rolls it. That's great. Oh, uh, and it's hard. And it's hard not to want to be nice to that guy because he's going to bring it back into your shop, and you're going to make a couple of grand of putting it back together for him. So you got to kind of be nice, right? right? How, what was the vibe yep. like after? Was he like humble uh, about it, or he was embarrassed and grouchy? It it was pretty much just take it and call when it's done. And then call and you guys can load it up next time. He gets home. Yep. The wife's like, yep. where's the ATV? Oh, yeah. you do, you, then that's what you got to do. You got to drive away because you know if you go in there, they're going to clown you. And some of those guys don't have a filter at a place like that, I'm yeah. assuming. Exactly. Yeah, Poor right. guy. Funny stuff. Hey, thanks, Mike. I hope you have a good day today. What's trending? What's trending? Trending is going to be a blast from the past. Do you remember NBC? They used to do their The More You Know PSA series. Yeah. And now they're bringing it back. This is like old school 99 with Matthew Perry. Let's try an experiment. I want you to think of the 10 things you want most out of life and just yell them out at me. Ready? Three, Boom. two, Boom. one, go. Oops. That's good. No. Oh, that's oh. good. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Okay, now, stop. Pretty neat, huh? Okay, now cue the music and that star thing. <laughs> that the more you know so 
I think it's very important. If you have knowledge or like a hack that will help somebody out in life, you need to spread that knowledge. Go ahead. If you have two. Well, it's a piece. It's a nugget. I don't know how much it'll help you. But do you know, Kat, that Q is the only letter not used in any state name? Wow. I had no idea. The more you know. Thank you. Anything else? The Twitter bird has a name. What is it? It's Larry. Larry the bird. Named after Larry Bird. The The founder of Twitter used to play basketball with Larry Bird. No way. The more you know. Leaves of three, let it be. You'll have an itchy booty. (laughs) Almonds are not milked through tiny almond nipples (laughs) to get their almond milk. All right. The more you know. (laughs) Chris, how you feeling today? I'm doing good. Good. I'm great. Thanks for asking. Uh, You wanted to ask Psychic Kim uh, (laughs) what today? Um, I just want to know where you see my relationship going. Like this is your love relationship? Yeah. Okay. Kim? Um, first off, I get like a thumbs down, honestly. That doesn't mean it's out of the question. They're just saying you, you definitely have some work that you need to put in. Both of you need to put in. Um, but I do not see any like breakups. Put it that way. They're showing me a ring on the finger. That ring is tight. So in my mind, that means that the relationship is strong yet. It's just there's some things that you both need to work on. I think you got some interfere there. I hear there's some jealousy that's involved here. Um, So whomever it is, just kind of work through that. But the relationship itself is not going to terminate. It's not going to end. It's just you you got some work to do. Okay. Okay, Chris, do you think that it, and I'm, I'm for sure no psychic, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably needing more therapy than I can be a therapist, but do you think the fact that you're calling us to talk to Psychic Kim means you know that there's work to be done? Yeah, I guess I just thought, I guess I'm wondering. See, I thought it was not going to be like it was going to end. Well, so I think that what this should give you is some kind of a, a confident tone that, hey, whatever you think is really, really wrong is probably not an end-all. It's uh, work-throughable. Well, question, do what? you want it to end? Yeah, kind of. Then yeah. end it. Wow. What are you doing? You're wasting <laughs> your life away. Just cut it off, and then he'll be able to, no, d- just end Don't it. Don't cut it off. Just end the end relationship, the relationship and then move on. And everybody will move on with life. Like, like that's 40 what happened. years. Yes. 40 years is a long time to just Right? So are you going to continue to be down, like the thumbs down, and continue to have the ring on your finger, and then that's just how it's going to be because of past beliefs, old belief systems? Or I don't see, like, another man in your future if you're asking that. You have to be happy with yourself. Yep. If you shop that certain part of Amazon like Kat does, though, you don't need a guy. They got they got the hookup. <laughs> All right, Chris. Thanks for being on the show. Hope things work out. I appreciate it. I got time for one more this round. Hi, Leah. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. Thanks for asking. I really appreciate that. Uh, I want to talk about your house, right? What do you want to ask, Psychic Kim? When is it going to sell? Oh, simple enough. Do you, hey, do you do the St. Joseph thing? Do you put them in the ground and face them towards wherever you want to move? Is that how it works, right? Oh, we we got to sell it. Okay, Kim, uh, do you see a time frame for Leah to sell here? Um, by the way, that St. Joseph's thing really does work. It does work. It, it sold it's Matt, people, my ex's house. It sold ours, yeah. Yeah. 
It's awesome. Okay, so if you haven't heard of that, do that. But you know what's creepy though is when you get drunk January. in a few months and you go back and dig it up and it's somebody else's house. Then <laughs> don't do that. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, December, January, right around that time frame. I keep seeing moving in the winter time. Ew. Oh, you know what? It's going to be a good offer. Oh, a good offer. Uh, I hear compromise. So it's not going to be a bad offer. But I, I feel like there's going to be some things that you compromise. Probably that way in the business right now, right? I think everything's kind of negotiable. Yeah. Kind of All right, Leo. It's been joyful. Yep. I hope you have a great morning. Thank you. Take care. You too. All right. Is Mercury still in retrograde? Is that what's going on here? Uh, she probably wanted a no. different answer. <laughs> what, like what answer? How, how fast like, yes, can you, you're going to get well above what you're how asking How fast for? can you expect to sell your house? It's even if six weeks from right now is the end of the year. Well, that just would because be you sell your yeah. house quickly doesn't mean if you're getting lower than what you expected, of course you're going to be down a little don't bit. Don't take it. Wait, I'll get better off. Well, offer. don't you have all the answers? I do, yeah. I am good today. How uh, are you? Speaking of, uh, great. Thanks for asking. Uh, speaking of small business, you, uh, am I getting this right? Like you have a business opportunity and that's what you want to talk to Psychic Kim about? Well, I have a couple of different business ideas that okay. I want to... Well, I know I'm going to, it's going to happen. Like I'm going to open up my new business is, <laughs> but I just want to see if it's going to, I'm really struggling to put it together, like a business plan and all that to get it started. And I just wanted to know if she saw it happening anytime in the, in the near future, like within the next year. Well, in the next year, will she get these business or businesses is off the ground, Kim? So first, I see a lot of clapping, cheering. So this is a positive thing for you. This is, yep, you're going in the right direction. You're listening to your heart. You're listening to your intuition. The other thing you're saying, you're overthinking way too many details. You're overthinking so much. Um, mm. And things you're not allowing things flowing to you instead of you constantly trying to make things happen. It's that put it out into the universe. Ask us to do the work for you instead of you banging your head against the wall trying to make things happen once you just kind of think i need this i need this and then allowing it to come to you they said it will flow a lot easier things will go a lot smoother but um i keep getting pulled more towards the fall next year fall that time frame that area is when things finally start really rolling um where you're feeling like all right now i get it now i get it everything's flowing and it's it'll happen a lot faster then Fantastic. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck. And uh, hey, when, when you get it off the ground, give us a holler. We'll give you a plug, all right? I definitely will. Thank right. you, guys. You bet, Natasha. Take care. All right, time for one more this morning with Psychic Kim. Madison, thanks for your patience. What can we do for you today? Um, so it's almost a year. It'll be a year on November 29th since my mom passed away. I'm sorry. Um, and I kind of just want to know, like, is she proud of us, me and my siblings? Is she with us this holiday season? Did she move on to the next phase? Like, Yeah, you know, that's interesting that you asked that. Kim, do you get a lot of questions like that? To, you know, has, uh, has my mom, has my dad, are they moving? Because like, it depends on you know, your belief system of whether or not, uh, you know, a loved one moves to purgatory, the next level, stuff like that. Do you get a lot of questions like this? I do. Yeah. And every soul is completely different. They really are as to what their journey looks like when they cross over. Do you have to ever have to tell people like, "Hey, I'm sorry, Dad's still kind of hanging out in the uh, in 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 the waiting in the waiting room." Do you ever have to tell people that? <laughs> yes. Oh wow. Yes. Um, and normally, I, we end up doing um, energy work 
healing touch, Reiki, however you want to define it. Um, we do energy work through the loved one that's present to help that person find their peace because that's normally what's happening is that they don't know what peace looks like. They um, struggle feeling unconditional loved, so they sit in this space of not worthiness in their mind. And so we send them energy work to help release some of those fears, those doubts, so that they can move on. Interesting. So what do you see with Madison's mom here? So when you first started talking, I kept getting pink roses, not like red roses. So that's different for me. Um, and I, <laughs> I keep seeing these little tiny hearts um, flying at me. So that's normally a sign like somebody's trying to say I love you. But this pink rose is very significant. And then I keep looking in trees. And I keep seeing more like a, or um, was it Oreo or it's like a orangey color, orangey reddish type bird. Okay, um, I hear more red than or more orange than anything. So I want you to look for those. Those are kind of like a sign. Or if you see a picture on Facebook, if you see a, a picture, say where you're out shopping, that's going to be your mom coming through. Um, I keep seeing. Okay, who? <laughs> who is the family that um, really doubts themselves? Like they they don't trust themselves. They they are constantly self judging or does they don't believe in themselves? Who is that person in your family? Probably my sister. <laughs> okay. I think we all have that family like, member. Yeah, because she's like tell her to knock it off. She's ruining her life by by not letting herself really feel happy. She doubts herself way too much. So she's like, she needs to knock that off. Um, And then for you, have you, do you have kids yet? No. Okay. She's showing you getting pregnant. Um, Oh my gosh. I see like a little kid like around her that they're playing. I see them like playing on the ground, something. So it's like she's already meeting your child, and she keeps like pointing to belly and like being pregnant. So you're not like 14, are you, Madison? No, okay, no, I'm 24. <laughs> okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. <laughs> that would have got weird. Yeah. Uh, so else, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Madison, hang in there, and uh, and and obviously you know that the, the holidays get pretty tough, but hang in there. We got you, all right? I love that mom's yeah. bossy even in the afterlife. Yeah. Like, tell her to yeah. knock it off. That, that's uh, <laughs> And I'm glad I asked about that because that's, that's interesting to me that uh, that uh, a soul can kind of get stuck, you know, like in, uh, you know, midway. And you say that's just because they yep. haven't found their peace yet? Correct. Yeah. Yep. They're funky. struggling inside, like. So there was a lot of people who leave the earth that they're like, you know what, I'm good. I did what everything I need to do. And they like transition just like that. But it's the people that maybe didn't get a chance to make their amends or didn't get a chance to like find their peace. Yeah. Here, it's like they go over there and they just sit there for a little bit. Don't you feel like all the people that are ready to go are in their 90s? Like they've lived it all, seen it all. That Most of the time people no. are gone way too soon. Kids actually transfer, I think, a lot faster than anybody I've seen. Because they don't have any baggage. That is beautiful to hear. I struggled with whether or not I wanted to actually talk about this on the air. Because I try to be a good person. I do. Uh, I have not lived the most clean life. Uh, There was a whole stretch of my life where uh, I ran with a pretty short fuse. And it kind of 
reared its ugly head two weekends ago. That's how long it's been that I've been sitting on waiting to talk to this. So let me set the let me set the table. My wife and I had, I don't know, like three hours of nothing to do on a Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. for the first time in 20 years. So she's like, let's go to Costco. Let me ruin your day. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? So I go, okay, no problem. Just want to spend time with you, right? So we do all the stuff. And we're headed down the toothpaste aisle. And there's a guy looking at toothpaste. And my wife goes past him with the cart and says, excuse me. And I follow right behind Trish. And the guy turns to me and goes, well, excuse you. How rude. Oh, wow. So old JJ leapt out of fat old JJ's body. Mm-hmm. And I got chest to chest with this guy. And I said, I'm with her. Piss off. You said that in public as that, a public Right, figure? right. And that's where I'm embarrassed about it. Like, it, I, I, sna- I snapped. I just freaked out for a second. And I put the fear of God and 10,000 sons into his soul with a fiery hot stare into his eyes. Okay. And I had no, there was no intention to hit this guy, to hurt this guy, to cause any physical damage. But was I wrong that I took it as an implied excuse us? And and he, he was like sitting on the moment to go, well, excuse you. How rude. And I just snapped. I said, I'm with her. You got to piss off. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me like I was ready to massacre the entire place. Is it like you waiting for somebody not to ask you how you are? That, but that's like so, he is that's waiting so passive. for somebody. That's so this was a this was an aggressive move on his part. Am I the jerk here? Or is there implied when you're with your spouse that if somebody says, excuse me, it means excuse us. The thing is, you and Derek are more alike than you think because he would have done the same thing. He would have. My only goal was to put the fear of God into that man so that he didn't do this to another one of my brothers. Yeah. Am I wrong to do that? No, you're sticking up for your lady. I get it. But I just wanted to have a responsibility to keep cool. If I if I didn't have a public job like this, it wouldn't have changed the way I've done it. But I would have scared him more. Yeah. I would have got closer to being chest to chest with this guy. I mean, I got a ruler away from his face like it it wasn't COVID safe. Okay. Am I wrong for doing that? No, I'm going to teach you. I have like perfected this face. I have a face I that I give do face. I can't and it, do it. Sends, it sends a message. I just don't think you need to stoop to people's level is what I think. Plus, I don't like confrontation. That, that's you. I wake up for it. Like, I know. I, it, it's very odd. And, and my wife didn't bat an eye. Yeah. She kept right on going like this was a Tuesday morning. She she just she knew nothing was going to go down. She knew all I wanted to do was spook this guy. Yeah. Did I you just, run into him any more throughout the store? No, we were almost done. We're, we're finishing the loop. Got it. Okay. And uh, even even if we would have, I would have glared at him like nobody's business. I, oh, I'd have killed him with daggers from my eyes. Yeah. I just wanted to spook him. No, and again, so that he didn't become a pompous ass to anyone else. And I kind of hope he's listening right now and calls. Yeah. Because he's got to be from the area. How old was he? I'm probably 10 years younger than me. That's really think, rare. That's think, weird. And I think that's what, that's what made me want to do it. Yeah. Is I'm like, cause I can't imagine myself at that age being such a jackalope. Yeah. I mean, Normally it was, when you're at that age, you don't go up against guys like that in rage. It would, like that. It, it's a bad human move to be such a jerk in public. Yeah. But I just wanted to know what I did. Was that a jerk move? 
I think this is going to be a moment where you have to admit something that you're not too proud of from this last year. This mom blogger named Brenna, she is going viral today because she has written an open letter to parents that tell their kids that there is a naughty list. She wrote, please stop telling kids that they would be on the naughty list. It's cruel. Think of how many times you misbehave. You say something that you shouldn't. You slip up as an adult throughout the year. You're going to hold that child to an adult standard and remind them constantly that they made a mistake throughout that year and they will be on the naughty list and that Santa watches all year round. (laughs) She wants to stop that. And people agreeing. I agree, too. I don't think there should be a naughty list. It's like you should hold your kids to a very, very high standard because you're about to send them out into the world. But you should not constantly remind them that Santa is going to punish them with, like, lumps of coal. Are you laughing at a story that you told me about your sister? No, no, no. My sister actually gave my nephew coal (laughs) one year. Uh, No, I'm not lying about that. I I know what we're going to do now is uh, we're going to ask people, I'm assuming, what did you do to belong on Santa's naughty list this year? I want adults to admit why they would be on a naughty list. I'll win this. I know you will. uh, And And we don't have too much time. And as soon as you mentioned it, I thought about this. And there, I don't know what makes me tick sometimes, but I did it. And I did it to a kid, and it was on. It was nothing naughty, but I yeah. did it, and I did it to a kid, and I did it to a kid for six weeks straight. And was it a flat tire? No, when they were walking in front no, of you. No, 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 Again, no. all right. Uh, but I'll, I'll share mine because I definitely would be right on the head of the naughty list for this because this poor kid was just there to give a good effort. Yeah, and I almost broke him. And uh, and look at the smile you have oh, on your God, face. It's, it's fun. Like you're gonna sick. you're gonna laugh when you hear it. And then you're going to go, oh, that poor kid. Because that's that's the struggle I have every day is something's funny. But all you softies get hurt about everything now about. Softies. Right? I bet it's pretty evil. We're not just soft. But I want to know a moment this year that you're not too proud of. Um, we don't have to say your name if you feel like it's that embarrassing. Um, but you can call and just say, you know, rhymes with schmoll, a bunch of schmoney. From my Schmerins. Where are you going to find yourself this year, Kat? I'm going to find myself on the nice side. I always try to give back to people. I'm very polite to people. I You're a liar. Dedicate my time to different organizations. It's called community service. I am the communicator for many events. Um, so, yeah, I think that I'm on the nicer side. But I've done some things throughout the year. You got to confess at least one. Um... Okay, so my sister was out of town and she needed me to feed her massive chickens and she was only gone for like 30 hours and I wasn't going to drive an hour to feed these dumb chickens. They will survive. They're chickens. You know what they'll do is they'll start eating each other. Actually, chickens are natural cannibals. They didn't. I didn't want to leave my bed. There were so many good Lifetime movies on and she said, did you get down there? And I'm like, that's an hour to put out oatmeal and like little granola chunks for these chickens. No, they're they're going to be just fine. They'll be alive waiting for you. She never knew it. I also went to the grocery store and LaChoy was literally $6. And it's normally, you know what LaChoy is? The soy sauce? Oh, sure. It's the only kind that my princess husband will <laughs> have on his rice. And it was like over $6. Normally it's like 3 And I told them they were out. But they had like a lot. <laughs> and I just didn't get it. <laughs> so confessions I know. that put you on the naughty list this morning. Amy, you got one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, why are you on the naughty list, Amy? Uh, I put uh, pickle juice in my friend's Mountain Dew. 
Oh my god! Just to watch the reaction. <laughs> Yep, we were drinking, and she mixed a drink and took off into the other room, and I put pickle juice in her. Oh, my drink. God. That's dangerous to mess with someone's food. No one messes with my oh. food or drink, or you're not my friend anymore. It's sad, though. She knew instantly who it was, even though there was a lot of people there. Well, because you look guilty. That's why. Like, you you guys. Oh, no. Yeah. And people no. don't take little sips out of Mountain Dew. They chug. <laughs> so that's disgusting. Um, yeah. Yeah. You don't feel bad about it at yeah. all. You're good to be on the naughty list. No, not really. Yeah, yeah. I, we're always pranking each other. So I love it. So that's an innocent prank. Did you see the text that just came in? No. From Are you going to tell yours? Not your, yeah, I'll tell you mine. And mine deserves at least one more second to get my thoughts together. This guy says, hey, I'm on the naughty list. I gave street performers in Vegas Monopoly money. Yeah, but isn't that easily spotted? They're like a quarter of the size of an actual dollar. I, or I'm guessing he's probably saying fake bills. That's you can buy, really you can mean, straight Derek. up buy like movie money that's used in movies. You can straight up buy that stuff on Amazon. Yeah. That looks like real money. That's terrible. That's really really mean. Talking about this is the type of uh, this is the type of conversation you should have with your children in May. Are you going to be on Santa's nice list or naughty list? Well, there's a vlogger saying do not even bring up a naughty list. That's terrible to hold kids to that's not that standard, but to constantly remind them that they messed up. From the day you kids. bring a baby home, you start leveraging falsities in your life against them to keep them acting well. The thing is, you don't have to bring up the naughty list. You can just say, mm-hmm, guys always watching. You know what I mean? You don't have to say, oh, you're so naughty. The way you, your you're jaw dropped five times. the day I came in and I said, my sister gave my nephew <laughs> coal for Christmas. The look on your face was priceless just for a moment though and then i met her and i was like okay <laughs> oh, that makes sense <laughs> this makes sense she has the capability of doing something like this so uh can you read leanne's text here real quick i don't because know I think this sets the mood i don't know that's you don't, pretty bad i maybe not okay good i'm glad I, that I you're think, being the voice of reason because there are some things that our listeners have done this year that are very naughty and borderline illegal what if the woman yeah. that had it happen good call. is very upset about good it call, good okay. call uh leanne you're very naughty you're for yes. sure on the naughty list so here's what I did. Over the course of the football season, we had a young man on the team that suffered a pretty horrible uh, leg injury okay. early in the year. And a couple of things. I give him so much credit. Came to every practice, every game, participated in every way he That's could. That's awesome. But when you, you're not supposed to move your leg for six weeks, eight weeks, and you're immobilized, there's not much you can do. So often... He'd be just playing catch with somebody else on the sideline while we'd be running drills or we'd be coaching, right? I'd always be like, hey. And he'd throw it to me. Yeah. And I would always roll it back to him, knowing he <gasps> couldn't. Be- <laughs> God. And I, I would laugh inside so hard. I did this for a solid six weeks. Do you forget often that you are in charge? No, just on. But it was... Because he would give me the same look every time I did it. He would never say, hey, hey. coach, stop. Yeah. It would just be <sighs> like it was this deep sigh. But every time I'd be like, hey, and he here's the here's the part that blew my mind. Every time I'd ask for the ball. Yeah. Not once did he not just throw it. Like he's so well conditioned to follow orders. Yeah. I go, hey, and he th- and I just roll I love it, him roll already. It back to him. And he would just he, it'd be like this. Mm. 
Oh. When the t- like when the Tin Man can't move in the Wizard of Oz, yeah. he had that because he couldn't bend his leg. That's awful. And even at the end of the year, thank you so much for everything, Coach. I'm like, oh my God, I picked on you for a solid month and a half. Yeah. And he was a good kid, so I figured that's at least one of the reasons I'm on the naughty list this year. Here's this one. I got double dared to put a dead skunk in the back of one guy's car. Oh. We all hung out at this bar and I was double dared. Double dare me? Uh, what was the one I was going to say? Oh yeah, what about drawing wieners on my car? All the time. You don't think Santa sees that? My son. How can you prove that that's me even? My son will walk out of school (laughs) up to my car and say, JJ drew another wiener on your car. And this one is bigger than before. I think it's ironic and funny that you endorse a car wash, yet your car is dirty enough sometimes for me to leave graphic images. I can't always, I can't get a car wash every single day. You could. I could, but I can't always make it over there. You could. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.